Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of WMSE's Local Live. Tonight, we are live at Club Garibaldi with a, a live audience, as you could probably hear. There they are. My name is Cal. I'm here with Aaron, as hey, always. Yep. We're excited to welcome Abby Jean and her f official band. Are these guys officially called Rebel Love? No, it's just Abby Jean. It's Abby Jean. Awesome band. Abby yeah. Jean, an awesome band. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be hearing tonight. So uh, before we get underway, we have some special people to thank. Tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSE is supported by a donation from the Hi Hat Garage located on Arlington and Brady on Milwaukee's east side. The Hi Hat High Octane Hour is Monday through Friday from 4 until 7 with an appetizer buffet, and the Park House Patio Bar opens this spring. Hi-Hat also offers a bottle program on their single barrel private label bottles. More info at Hi-Hat on Brady.com, and thanks to them for keeping Local Live chugging along. Absolutely. And uh, you want to introduce your band before we uh, hear a couple sure. tunes? I'm Abby Jean. <laughs> Over here we have Palmer Shazam on guitar. <laughs> Will Rose on drums. Mark Yancheski on bass, and Evan Lane on viola and keys. All right, well, I think we'll start out with some music, if you guys don't mind. I'm sure the audience won't mind. Take it away.
We're going to bring it down a little bit. This song is about healing. Everyone has to heal. Who's just as bad as who? I've got my problems too. Now what do I do? We're stuck together. No. Everybody, thanks for tuning into WMSC's Local Live with Abby Jean. You just wrapped up a couple songs for us. Thanks, Abby Jean. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. We're gonna start out with like going back to the beginnings. Growing up, did you come from a musical family and go to school and learn I did. music? Yeah, I actually went to Elm Creative Arts School when I was just a little kid, and then I went to Roosevelt Mill School of the Arts, and then I went to Milwaukee High School of the Arts. So pretty much my heart. Yeah. Woo! MPS, art schools, keep it alive. Um, so yeah, my, my, I didn't actually do a lot of music. Music always just kind of came naturally to me. I really wanted to be a visual artist. And uh, I also did a lot of theater when I was younger, but you can't avoid what you're meant to do. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So then, uh, was it while you were still in school, you moved to Georgia for a while, correct? I did, yeah. 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 What, what prompted that? Um, well, there was a school, Savannah College of Art and Design. I thought maybe I might go to school there. And actually, my sister at the time was going to school there for historic preservation. Um, and I'm just, I was kind of a bad kid. Like, I was a good kid, <laughs> but I was a really bad kid. <laughs> I skipped school a lot, and um, I was always constantly drawing and writing, and I just wanted to do something epic and leave right away when I was young so that I could figure out what I was doing for the rest of my life. So I, I moved down there and just had an incredible life experience. My life changed completely, really. I learned how to be independent and um, deal with the crazy things the world has to give you when you're like 16. <laughs> did you always kind of figure that you'd make your way back to Milwaukee eventually or did you think you'd stay? Um, I really wanted to get out of Milwaukee. That was kind of the number one thing, but I love my city. Like I was born and raised here. There's so much beautiful stuff here, but I was just too rebellious. I had to go, go, go. That was where my, my heart was. Just leave, go, experience, you know. So, Understandable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have an audience member that wants us, uh, wants you to share your first, um, first experience of live singing in front of people. My first experience of live singing? Yeah. I was probably so young that I don't remember. But I think I, I think we did, I think I did like something in my church. I went to this like weird hippie church when I was a kid. And I'm pretty sure I was in a pageant, and I played, I played a lamb, yeah, I played a lamb. And I sang, yeah, <laughs> I sang in, the, in that performance. And then when I was in, I think the first thing that's like super memorable is when I got this solo in, I think I was in third grade, I was eight. I got a solo in um, like A Bug's Life or something. It was like the life, before A Bug's, it was before A Bug's Life, but it was like called The Life of Bugs or something. And I was a firefly, and that was like my shining moment. <laughs> what, what kind of songs does a firefly sing? I'm a firefly, <laughs> hear me. I don't know. <laughs> that was lovely. We shine, we glow, yeah. <laughs> Something like that, I don't know. The jazzy firefly, that's awesome. Blast from the past. Yeah. Yeah, uh, another audience question here. Um, your lyrics often reference magic. Does magic play a role in your life? Wow, we're getting really personal here, aren't we? I, I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it does, actually. Magic is my entire life. <laughs> I think before I knew what magic was, I mean, magic as an idea of living in this dream, living in something be more beautiful than reality, and allowing um, yourself to let go of the structure of society in order to uh, receive what you're meant to receive. So that's what magic is to me, at least. So I, I definitely, magic is the number one thing in my life because that's how I get by through any of the crazy things that I've done in my lifetime, just letting go of things. Ah, it'll figure itself out, right? And then it does. And it's like, holy shit, I should probably start praying to this, right? So yeah, that's, it's a huge, it's a huge thing, definitely. Um, one more question from the audience. Someone out there wants to know, are there any influences you had when you were really young that you still carry through to present right now? Oh, yeah, totally, 100%. When I was younger, the Beatles, <laughs> cheesy but true, were my absolute favorite band. 60s pop music. I would sit in my room and listen to 60s pop music on replay. Actually, sometimes it's annoying because it's like ingrained in my brain. Like, he loves me, he loves me. And I'm like, yeah, that's the song I want to write. I'm like, no, 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 what is this? <laughs> it's like, get out of there. That's not what I want. But um, so 60s pop music and then uh, punk rock music was huge. I got super 
into punk rock music and like 80s new wave, like gothic industrial music. Um, so those, those things are probably the most influential still to this day that I carried through as a child, definitely. You kind of gave us a nice little, you know, spectrum of that with those first two songs. Definitely, so. yeah. yeah awesome. You can hear the range. It's you know, yeah. a, a massive <laughs> swirling happening all the time. <laughs> yep. For sure. All right. Well, we should have you do another one. Are you have one or two more next for um, you? Um, the next. We'll just do one right right now. Yeah. All right, everyone. Welcome, Abby Jean. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Code dice and code games. Now all, all my, my friends, friends is gone. So how many times will I be shamed for trying to be strong? It's another kind of death. Another kind of death. And another kind of life. Another kind of life I've been swimming in these depths For much too long now But sometimes you know it's hard to believe When baby's far gone And so far I'm just living in dreams That don't exist yet Yeah, so far it's only in my head But tomorrow comes around And then it's right on
It's Abby Jean on WMSE's Local Live, and we are down at Club Garibaldi. Remind our audience, uh, if you guys do have any questions to ask Abby Jean or the band, uh, feel free to fill out those note cards and bring them up to us. Um, and we do have some more audience questions to ask, if you guys okay. are ready. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you or your bandmates play in any other bands? And I know that you do. Awesome. I used to play in another band, which was Foreign Goods, but I recently just left to work on my album. Um, and oh, thanks, thanks, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Um, and but aside from that, I do like small collaborations with my friends, projects that are being built constantly. So that's it for me. How about everybody else? Um. I, as, as Palmer, I, I play in a band called uh, Ugly Brothers, and I also play in a band called Aeroquil, which is fronted by our drummer, Will Rose. And yeah. he can fill in from there. I don't have a microphone. He doesn't have a microphone. He plays in Aeroquil and New Boys Club, Bow and Arrow, and Diamato. That's quite the pedigree. And this is Mark. I play in Paper Holland. This is Evan. I play weddings. Just a lot and a lot of weddings. <laughs> Lots of weddings. 16 weddings this past year. 16. So I'm still single. It's kind of heartful. Who's getting but married? It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Always a musician, never a husband. So. Aww. That was real sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. I've got like a, a note card with five questions on it. The first one is. On a number scale of one to Madonna, how famous do you want to be? <sighs> a number scale? <laughs> I don't know that scale. Um, I would like to be, gosh, I don't know how to answer this. Um, I would like to be famous enough where my voice will be heard by many, 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 many people, but I would not like to be selling my soul in the pop industry famous. It's a solid strategy, so I, I would say. I guess you would say, like, I don't know who I could reference to that. What um, number would that be? That would be like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I guess it would be like a nine. A nine. A nine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, nine out of ten. All right, fuck it. Let's just go full blown Madonna. Whoa. Let's just do it. Oh. All right, so we've got an, another question that ties into that one. If you absolutely had to have one corporate endorsement, what would you prefer? One what? One corporate endorsement. One corporate endorsement? If you had it. This, this is funny because it's, it's been in the news recently with uh, Beyonce and Pepsi, so. <laughs> oh, not Pepsi. Um, gotta think of something quick, quick, quick. Okay, it would be like Red Wing shoes or Converse or things that I just really, really like that you can't go wrong with, like really nice car, like T-Bird cars or something. Like something that will never, an American spirit. <laughs> Everybody just kill yourselves with cigarettes, but probably, because I smoke them so much. Um, yeah, I'd say, like, I'd say like Converse. Converse is something I could say yes to. In case any representatives of Converse are out there listening, you never know. <laughs> hey or may maybe there's one in the audience here. I wear your shoes, I promise. <laughs> All right, we're going to get back to a few of our own questions, I think, here. Um, we wanted to know how much time do you take in the day to create? Like, do you have, do you have to square away time, or does the creative process just kind of happen whenever it happens? 
Honestly, it's both. I, I don't work any job other than music, so I'm constantly writing, recording. Also, the album that I'm coming out with, I'm full-blown producing the entire thing by myself in my house, in my studio. So I work probably, I'd say like, if you really had to block it into hours, like 20 hours is the max a day, six hours is the little, the smallest amount of time I spend a day working, thinking about music. So it's pretty much full time. Full blown obsession. Yes. That's the way to do Definitely. it. Definitely. <laughs> what, what instrument do you use when you're writing? Because you, you play a couple instruments, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I use a couple, I mean, usually I play on guitar, at least as of late, I've been writing a lot more on guitar. Sometimes I write from production, so I will get into my, I'll get onto my computer and I'll start producing things, like I'll start producing beats and then I'll add some guitar and then I'll add some synths, so sometimes I write like that. And the other half of the time, I literally just have songs in my head that I just sing into like voice memo and just sing, 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 and then boom, there's my song, and then I figure it out from there. And sometimes piano too, but rarely, rarely. Well, I start a piano. So how long have you been playing guitar? Um, almost 10 years, almost 10 years, yeah. I'm still not where I wanna be, but I guess that's probably how every artist feels. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> it's constant, it's constant struggle. <laughs> Except maybe Jimi Hendrix, who yeah. knows? <laughs> we'll never know, will we? Um, I, I know a lot of musicians say they have their dream guitar, dream, you know, cabinet, dream whatever. Do you have a dream microphone that you kind of I dream desire after? Wow, I never really thought of that. I have like dream pedals for my microphone effects. Okay. That's what I, I have like dream effect. But if, I mean, if it could be anything, I would just have the effects on buttons so that I could just like press the button on the microphone and there would be like 10 of them and I could just like ch -ch -ch. That would be cool. That would be really cool. But nothing in specific. Nothing like in specific, no. You gotta find someone to make that for you. <laughs> Seems like that should be a thing it already, doesn't it? Rebel Love microphone. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> well, should we, uh, should we have a few more songs then? Yeah, yeah, right. totally. Let's have a few more songs. It's Abby Jean on Local Live.
Guys, just weaving webs again. Sparrows calling water, though. There is no control from this end. Not if I am her and she is yo. Took her to the darkness just so she could find herself some joy. Now she helps the one she loves and watch them run away after she saves them. Can you snip steel strings? Are you just vessels for the everything? She could smell the tombs and bloom, but was fighting for the sun. Please cast one last spell for Xanadu to prevail. Prize this sarcophagus blueprint.
If you guys want to dance, will you come up? Because we're going to dance a little bit. <laughs> I want to dance. Dance with me. <laughs> come in,
Abby Jean on WMSE's Local Live. We're down at Club Garibaldi with a live audience, and uh, we've got some more questions for you. Awesome. Um, well, one thing I was curious about, um, given that you were in foreign goods for a while, yeah. um, how does your uh, process, were you, like, did you contribute to the writing a lot of the, did, of the music yeah. there? Anything that I sang in foreign goods, I wrote. Yeah. So it, we, it was all a collaborative effort between writing, at least in the beginning, in the beginning, because I was the first vocalist in Foreign Goods. So when we started, we were all just kind of like pool picking. I have this idea. I have this idea. So once it started to formulate and I was focusing on my album, I figured that was the right time to leave because I did write everything that I wrote, but I felt comfortable. I was like, you know what? This is good. Just give it. Okay. Give it so was it more like writing as your kind of jamming with the with the band or how totally, is the yeah. process different mm -hmm. than when you're just writing for yourself um it is it is different because when i'm by myself i am just purely alone when it's foreign goods we have like a we'll have someone will come up with kind of a skeleton like here's this pat this really cool pattern that i had in a dream or something and then you know they'll start playing and then all of a sudden i'll just start thinking of how it's making me feel and singing and writing and um that's pretty much how the whole process is we'll just sit in a room and write and play, um, and then boom, you have what you have, so, yeah. <laughs> but it's different, because I, I do that too when I'm by myself, but most of it for me is like, Foreign Goods is still stream of consciousness, it's just stream of consciousness with a backup band. In my yeah. world, it's stream of consciousness with a backup band, but in my head. <laughs> so, you know, you can feel the difference, for sure. Well, now that you have a full band, will you be having your full band as part of the writing process Oh, as definitely. Well. 100%, yeah. I love these guys. I love everyone so much on this stage. Everyone vibes together really well, so for sure. They're all blushing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's just They're the, the pink best. light. <laughs> <laughs> They're the best. All right, I'm going to dive into some audience questions. Don't want to leave anyone out here. Okay. So, audience, you've been awesome, by the way. Yeah, thank you, guys. So uh, what female singer influences or what comparisons do you receive as far as female vocalists go? Definitely. Most inspiring, like Etta James and Billie Holiday, compared to Amy Winehouse and Adele constantly, which I'm totally fine with. Like, I love both of those people, so I'm like, you know what, fine. First, I was like, ugh, you know, I was like, fuck that. Oh. I was like... <laughs> But you know what, like, I, I love them so much as artists and I look up to them so much that I really don't mind it. Um, but those, those four females, definitely. Ella Fitzgerald too, she's huge, yeah. definitely. She can definitely scat. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so someone wanted to know, this might actually be a good segue, if you could form a band with any musicians, living or deceased, who would they be? Would you, would you pick Ella to be in your band? Oh my gosh, yes. But then I probably wouldn't get to sing. <laughs> That's the only problem. Um, but if she was down with doing a duo, I mean, I, I would be there 100%. Um, so yeah, her definitely. But should I pick other people? Okay, wow, the list goes on and on and on. My dream world. I don't know if you know who Daniel Ash is, but he's in this band called Tones on Tail. They're like an 80s new wave industrial band. He is like one of my favorite songwriters of all time. 
um, a musician, so he is like golden. Um, let's see who else. Amy, even though she's dead, but she is, I mean, huge, huge influence. I wonder if there's any like rock and rollers. There's so many. I can't, I can't think. There's too many. There's too many. That, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's really hard. Like when you're on here, you're like, oh my gosh, there's like 20 people, 50 <laughs> people I'm thinking of. All right, well, we've got another audience question for you here. Um, what is your process of turning written words into a song? How do your words become these melodies? Oh, okay. Well, it depends. If I'm doing like a stream of consciousness, like actual song, where I'm just like, ah, then I'm usually feeling. But um, a lot of the songs are my poetry, which is also feeling, but without the music part. Um, so really, m a lot of them is just my poetry I just convert it, or I hear it already. When I write the poetry, I hear what I have an idea of what I want it to sound like. Um, and it's usually based around a feeling or a picture, like a, an image that I have in my head that I'm trying to portray through the sound. Because um, the poetry goes with an image, and then the image goes with a song. So yeah, and I actually, I, I'm a visual artist too, so it all kind of like comes together in that way as well. Like I have a song that's written off of it's, it's about an experience, but also I drew a picture about the experience, and then the song came from that picture, so. So what kind of uh, visual art do you do? Like, what medium is your uh, preferred? Painting, yeah. drawing, illustration. Okay. Mainly, yeah. You'll see it in my, in my, my album that's coming out. I have a, a picture for every song that I wrote, and then I, the whole thing, the whole album and the whole album art is all mine, so everyone will get to see my art, too, when it finally comes out, yeah. Cool. Definitely. I was kind of hoping you would say that. <laughs> um, one more audience question. This one's just random. What is your favorite Milwaukee hangout spot? <laughs> you guys are fine. It's Hi-Fi Cafe on the, on the corner of Kinnikinick and Potter. It's my home. It's my second home. Yeah. yeah. Please go buy their food. It's delicious. Their employees are awesome. Everything about that place is amazing. The owner's incredible. They're just really nice, down-to-earth people. Plus, it's Hi-Fi Cafe. Like, you couldn't go wrong. Hi-Fi, come on. There's a jukebox. Like, what? <laughs> a real <So>. one. <laughs> like, yeah, it's my favorite place. How many songs do you think you've written at Hi-Fi? Many, many, many a song. Many of everything there. Many a drawing. Many a song. Hmm. Everything. Any, anyone in particular you can think of? Any song in particular? Yeah. Oh, right off the bat. Um, I wrote Excuse, it, the song, the dancey song that we just played, the second to last song, I wrote that at Hi-Fi. Nice. Yeah. All right. Go there, be inspired. <laughs> Definitely. It's full of artists, and it's aesthetically a great place if you're kind of a crazy artist. There's things all over the place, so it's inspiring, very inspiring. Atmosphere. I have another uh, random audience question. Is the drummer single or the violinist? <laughs> <laughs> Let them answer those questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. Will says no. I'm dating myself right now, so it's like. <laughs> I like for it's pretty, self love. It's pretty serious right now. It's like, oh. <laughs> I already don't know where I'm going to eat after this. It's a big fight, so. <laughs> that answers that. <laughs> This is turning into the dating game. How much time do we have? Do you have time for, let's see. It is. Maybe like 10 minutes. Do you have time for like one or two more short songs? I have one on my computer that I can play. All right, let's do it. 
All right, one more time, we're gonna have Abby Jean with another song. This song is a song that I produced with my guitar and with my electronic drum pad, so I'm doing it digitally, so you'll be able to hear it. It's also gonna be on the album coming up soon.
It's Abby Jean on Local Live tonight, and uh, this is something I was just, I think maybe some other people might be wondering this too, but just to set the record straight on uh, the whole uh, rebel love thing, like when is that part of your, um, what does that exactly refer to, and when do you, when do you utilize that? Yeah, name? well, rebel love technically is my nickname, so okay. that's, that's, I was given that name by a good old friend of mine, and it's kind of funny because my Facebook said Abby Jean Rebel Love. So when I started playing out, everyone was putting it on Abby Jean Rebel Love, which I'm totally fine with. But um, that's that's kind of, I'm trying to officialize that as separate because now the the album that's coming out next month is called Rebel Love. Oh, okay. So once the album is out, I will forever be Abby Jean and Rebel Love will be this piece of my life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, now we know. It is who I am, though. I mean, it kind of describes me as a person. Yeah. I'm rebellious, and but I'm all about love, and that's like my entire life, and those are the things I believe. It's balance, you know? Exactly, and um, while we're on the topic of this new album, uh, yeah. when do we expect that to be out? What can you tell <laughs> us about it? Uh, I was going to release it this month, but I'm picky, and I'm not ready yet. But I want it to come out. The, the soft date is mid-November, and it, it has to be... It's going to be. It's not has to be. It doesn't ever have to be when you're an artist, but I want it. I want it to be in, like, middle of November. If it's not middle, it's definitely late November, but we're shooting for middle. <laughs> but it's very soon. It's coming, I promise. <laughs> it's just, you know, you're like, you think you're ready, and then you listen, and, like, I'm producing the entire thing and mixing and mastering it all by myself. So every time you listen to something, it's like, today it sounds oh my God, this is amazing. And then tomorrow you're like, but there's this one part. In the, and then you have to re-record everything. And you know, it's a, but that's kind of the, the, the beauty in being an artist and doing it all yourself. I don't have to, I don't have to listen to anyone <laughs> other than me. And I mean, I listen to my band. They help me, you know, they help me record and everything. But when it comes down to when it's released and how it's done, like I get the say in every, the last say in everything. So it's exciting. But November, yeah. And then I'm leaving actually. In January, I'm going to India, so. I'm going, to, and then hopefully coming back and going on tour in Europe. That's my plan. Yeah, got big plans. Nomad. Mm -hmm. yeah. Awesome. So um, when the album comes out, will it be on vinyl? That's my big. Yes. Question. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's number one. It's gonna be. It's gonna be released on CD and digital first, and then later on it'll be a specialty. It'll be specialty vinyl for sure. Yeah. Right. Well, where can people find your pages and, and news about you and Definitely. all that good stuff? Currently, I have like my old EP up for free on SoundCloud. So if you guys um, Google like SoundCloud slash Abby Jean, you'll find me. And then on Facebook, you can get um, information about when I'm playing and where I'm playing. Facebook.com slash Abby Jean Music. And you can also friend me if you want, Abby Jean Rebel Love on Facebook. Definitely. So SoundCloud and Facebook, the best ways for sure. And uh, you do have some shows coming up, correct? Would you like to tell people about I do, yeah. The next show I'm playing is at the Beat Street Harvest Fest in Bayview, actually right over here. It's okay. being held by um, Palomino, Cactus Club, and Good Kind. They're awesome. It's a street festival. I'm playing with the band at 1.30. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. When is that? It's on October 15th. It would be next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Yeah, yeah. There was one other piece of information we found. We, we, we saw that there was some footage of you doing shooting a video for the song Pisces. Yes, um, Is yeah. that uh, still in the works? What's oh, the yeah, definitely. That? That's kind of come out before the album. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I actually have a couple of videos that are hiding 
in the background, but I'll release them as I please. <laughs> you I get just to hope make everyone waits. Just be patient and wait with me. <laughs> but yes, it's coming. It's coming very soon. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I guess that just about wraps it up for Local Live. With Abby Jean, we want to have a big thanks for our audience. You are awesome. Give oh, yourselves you a round of applause. Yes, this is so nice. This is so wonderful. Heartwarming. We've just got a few closing credits yeah. to read here, of course. We've got uh, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a, a donation from the Hi-Hat Garage located on Arlington and Brady on Milwaukee's east side. The Hi-Hat Octane... Hi-Hat High Octane Hour is Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. with an appetizer buffet. The Park House Patio Bar opens this spring. Hi-Hat also offers a bottle program on their single-barrel private-labeled bottles. More info at hihatonbrady.com. Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio, broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi, 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf and Cal Roach and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli and Club Garibaldi. Thanks to our live studio audience for participating tonight. Thanks for all the questions. Thanks for coming down. And for upcoming guests and archives of past local live performances, visit wmse.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Be, Be Free. Free.